This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, we're tailgating the podcast today, the wildly popular podcast, so much so that we even do it from the parking lot at Giant Stadium, or I shouldn't call it that, the Quest Diagnostic Center as we're staring at MetLife Stadium in the background. Giant, I, We still call it Giant Stadium, which it's is not Giant fair Stadium. to the Jets, by the way. Well, it was never fair to the Jets. The Jets should still be playing at Shea Stadium. Well, that's a different Mets issue. Should still be playing, but they Jerry. did pay half. Okay. Yeah, so, MetLife Stadium it is. MetLife Stadium. I thought the show was actually outstanding this morning. And I say that from the standpoint of a lot of these remotes, I don't do a lot, although I got my first right. segments in today. I watch a lot, I hear a lot, I see a lot. And while you did not have 17 guests this morning, Mm -hmm. the guests you had were the only ones you needed. Now, what guests do we have coming by the post-game podcast here in the parking lot? Well, it looks like Craig's here. Oh, hi, Craig. Oh, hey, guys. This is uh, exciting for me to be a part of your tailgate podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we're here in the parking lot, and I have a couple of topics here, Jerry, if you'd like to go over. Go. All right, where do I have? He just brushed you off, Craig. No, no, no. All right, adios. Here's one. This is a study that came out <laughs> yesterday, and I don't know if we've discussed this before, but it says there are no studies that prove flossing works. I don't disagree with and that. And is good for your health. I actually don't disagree are with that. Are you a flosser or a non-flosser? We've discussed this before. We have. I yes. thought we have. I am not every day by not any every day. No, not at all. But if you I feel like, like you had corn on the cob, you would, you would floss. No doubt you go to the floss. There are certain foods, if you have barbecue, Okay. Right, you know, shredded beef or something right. like that. Uh, tacos, I actually think, when you have those, those small little onions and peppers in the, in the taco. Chicken mix. wings. Yes. There Ribs. Are, no doubt. There are certain meals you eat where you must, you must go floss. But in terms of doing it, I know people, I know you do it every day. I have friends that do it in the morning and at night, and yeah. I say, why? Well, they say that your bad breath comes from... Uh, food being stuck in your teeth. But not everybody has bad breath, one, and not everybody's flossing twice a day right. or every day. I would say for me, it's probably three days a week. Okay. I generally floss every day, although I sometimes get lazy on a Friday night and or a Saturday night. I could see that. But although they're they're saying the, the there's no studies that prove flossing works, dentists still say you should floss. Well, works in what capacity? I'm not talking about Meaning the like breath. it really changes whether you're going to get a tooth decay or not. Yeah, because right, if you don't floss the crap out, it sits on the tooth and could right. kind of wear into the tooth. I get that. I don't understand. You know, it's funny. When I was a kid, you were always told, you know, brush three times a day. Right. As an adult, I, do you brush after lunch? No, I brush they twice work. a day. Right, morning and night. Morning and night. And I have kids that, listen, they get cavities. They eat too much crap. I have not had a cavity. It's got to be in 12 years. You have super teeth. Perhaps. Perhaps. Here's the other thing. I brush my teeth in the morning and then immediately have coffee, which can't possibly be good. It's stupid. But yeah. I'm taking my coffee for the ride in, Jerry. I'm not Everybody gonna be, does. Yeah. And I also wonder this, too, and I'm dead serious about this. 
Is there less of an effect on your teeth from coffee when there's milk in the coffee as opposed to drinking the coffee black? Straight up black coffee? I would think so. I one time when I was uh, working in drug fair, and I used to uh, on a... Uh, I used to take breaks and I would have not great food, not healthy food. And I one time went to the dentist and the dentist said, are you smoking? I said, no, I am not smoking. Oh, your teeth are all stained. I was drinking Lipton iced tea in the can. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And when you run the, the, the tea or the coffee right through your front teeth, that's why I like iced coffee in a straw, soda, straw. Right. You're not affecting your Bypass front teeth. Bypass the teeth. Now, how about this? This actually was debated, I saw, on Barstool Sports a little, a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, but a restaurant is doing this now. A restaurant that's uh, serving brownies for dessert. Okay. They're being very specific with the type of brownie. For example, did you want a corner piece of the brownie, a center piece, or an edge piece? By the way, I love this. Yeah. Now, the corner piece would mean you have two crunchy sides. Yes. The edge piece means you have one crunchy side. The centerpiece means you have no crunchy sides. Are you soft brownie? Are you corner crunchy or edge crunchy? Probably go corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like when you ever you ever get Sicilian pizza? Yes. You know, that comes in a big square <laughs> yes. like that too. When I go into a pizza place and if I'm going to with my kids, I'm going to get a slice and I see Sicilian there. If I see the corner Sicilian slice, oh, give me two of them. You're in. I, now, if all that's left are the middle ones, keep it crap. <laughs> And I'm the same way with the brownie. I don't want the middle brownie. It's too soft. There's no crunch to it. Then I saw a company actually has a brownie pan where it's all edges and corners, where the the brownie pan is sort of uh, like an S-shaped so that every piece has crunchy on it. And this is what I'm talking about. Why can't we figure this out? Another idea. What are we doing? That one right out the window that we did nothing about. I mean, it kills me. It just kills me. These These are things... Like, hey, I was watching this the other day, right? You're in the elevator at work. What right. Do you, what do you do when you're in the elevator at work? I either go right to my phone. Or? Or I'll stare at the, we have a video screen. Bang. In the ours video screen. That does, like, news. Yeah. So the other day, I'm watching the video screen, because what else That's do you do in an elevator? Bet. Not to mention, when there are other credence in the elevator, there's something to bypass the awkwardness. Yes, very awkward. So I was in the elevator by myself on Monday, I think it was, two days ago. And the thing came up, Elevate Media, whatever the, I forget what the media company is. And it talked about how they now service six million companies, I think six million companies worldwide in elevators. And I'm thinking, what are we doing? It's such a simple concept. Right. Find something where someone's idle and sell it. Now, that's right, where they're desperate. It's a lot easier said than done, but the theory and the concept is perfect. So I thought this these are out there already. But not widespread. All right. And I'm thinking we start by going to Mark Chernoff. Okay. He's our boss. He's always open to new ideas. Ask him if we can put them in our place, and then we grow like a bacteria, grow like the a business. fungus. Right. We put video boards at the urinals. Perfect. They're there. They're out there. They have them at Dave & Buster's. Okay. We have our own urinal video monitors. Urinal, and with the amount of pooping that goes on at WFAN, Bang. I would put them on the back Put them on the back door. of the door. But then people now, really wouldn't be leaving. Here, that's fine. They'd stay there Here's forever. Here's the content. All right, you ready for this? This is why it is genius. All right. The content, CBS oh, slash WFAN content. I see what you're doing. Moment of the day is a segment. Right. Quite frankly, I'm in that. I like that. Al Songs, segment. We video this. This is a segment. This is a segment. Maybe a game show on CBS, a little snippet segment. Survivor. 
segment that James Corden when he's doing carpool karaoke bang segment and here's the beauty of it. We All come right. up with the idea. We split the revenues with CBS. They sell it. We sell, Oh, they sell it. Then they we're sell out. It. We put that in office buildings all across the country. I like that idea. Toilet video monitors, urinal monitors. Right. It's awesome. Now, do you think this uh, either your urinal videos or these elevator videos, do you think they'll be looking for original programming? Because right now they're just putting up news stories. Like, what if we did a show in the elevator? Well, why don't we do that then? Why? There you go. We do the show in the elevator. Right upload it it gets shown in elevators across the country because you know that that you've been in the new york city cabs where they'll have like al roker on the video and they'll go oh hey you're in a new york cab correct we would say oh hey you're in an awkward elevator bang alan jerry here to take the awkwardness of the elevator out of your life and then we pretend like we could see them we'd go look at what is the deal with that guy's hair look at you're looking at us we see you we see you don't act like you're not looking at us everyone look up here to keep the awkwardness from look at my nipples I like that, Jerry. It's a great idea. That will be a great idea. Someone else will have that patented by tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, Jerry, Cowboys problems continue. This is not a fat Tony Romo story. This is linebacker Rolando McLean. Yes. Now, I was mentioning this to you before the show, and you were confused as to what it is. I said uh, he, uh, he's he been busted uh, for drugs. Yeah. Uh, they said he's addicted to, quote, purple drank. Which I googled purple drank. Yeah, I was confused by that. Purple drank is a combination of like uh, cough syrup, codeine, and um, I had it written down something else. But it is uh, this very addictive uh, thing that uh, I see more often. Like athletes get in trouble with it, and rappers. Sure. Rappers love a purple drank. You know what the problem I have with this story is not the purple drank or it's not Rolando McLean being suspended. The problem I have with this is you've suspended a guy now for failing a drug test. Right. right? And he's going to be suspended for like 10 games. I think, I think he's going to get 10 games now. 10 regular season games. Yeah. I think McLean is suspended for 10 games so much so that I don't think he's coming back. He might be done. That having been said, the thing that bothers me about this, right. Instead of suspending the guy, can you not get him help? Because this, while it's an addiction, I get it. He's addicted to the painkiller. Right, the codeine. So the sport that I get has made him rich. I'm not stupid. I understand. But the sport that is basically feeding him and his family is also killing him at the same time. And I know you can talk about the concussions and all that. But keeping it to the focus of Rolando McLean, how about instead of suspending him, you send him somewhere to clean up and get help. Right. And let's not consider him a drug abuser. Does that make sense? Because that to me is different than a guy that's blowing cocaine up his nose. Right. I feel I actually feel bad for the guy. I do. And all these guys that are trying to use the marijuana for pain and all, right. all that stuff. Have you interviewed him ever on your Cowboys pre or post game yeah, show? Yeah, I have. Nice fellow. I've, I've interviewed like almost nice everybody. Yeah. I mean, they've given me Romo, Des Bryant. I mean, you name it. McLean's fine. They're all good. Hmm. Now, they're also on their best behavior, and they know they're doing a spot that's going to be heard on a national radio right. network or whatever. So they're not going to come on and be jackasses. The only one who ever was a jackass was Cole Beasley. Believe it or not. I've had Number him a few 11. times. Yeah, the first time, he had no interest in it. Really? And I cut it off midway and just ended it. And said, hey, thanks for your time. Good luck to, you know, good luck today or whatever. And he's like, oh, thanks. And he hung up the phone. And my producer in L.A., he's like, what was that? I'm like, he sucked. There was no point in going right. on with it. I don't even think we aired it. So you would think he'd be an easy one to do. And he was the next two times. I've had him twice since. Fantastic. Maybe he had first a bad time day. He was, oh, just you know had what? a bad then day. Don't do, you're right. Don't do the interview. Right. 
Jerry, I know you love PETA and all they stand for. Oh, jeez. I one time tweeted and asked if PETA would get upset if you killed a uh, mosquito, and, and PETA wrote back to me and said, we'd really rather have you not kill the mosquito. Oh, my God. So PETA, the UK version of PETA, their office over there, sent a uh, note to Beef Johnston. Oh, the, the golfer, uh, Andrew the golfer, Johnston. Andrew Beef Johnston, who is very popular Okay. Now. They um, want him to change his name to... Tofu oh, stop it. Come on. Johnston in order to promote a vegetarian lifestyle and saving the animals. Do you think he should consider no, this, Jerry? No, no, Beef no, no, Johnston? no, no. Tofu Johnston is not terrible. Just be who you are. Enough. Right. I get their cause. Good for them. Right. Shut up. They don't want animals harmed, but I get it. Beef could be anything. You could be a beefy guy. Yes. Like he could be just beefy. I don't think anybody's looking at him and saying, God, that's a good piece of steak I'm staring at. Right. They think he's fat. Right. They think he's the beef. Right. He wouldn't be tofu. No, that's stupid. All I right, mean, so honestly, you're that's that. ridiculous. All right, let me hit you with something else. Do you disagree? No, I'm 100% with Okay. You. I think it's ridiculous. In fact, I even think PETA thinks it's ridiculous, but that they <laughs> they know they'll get they'll get the some way, news stories. You might be very right, right about that. Because you can't say, change your name to Tofu Johnston. If they were serious, they would say, could you please drop the nickname Beef? Right. They wouldn't say, change it to Tofu Johnston. Very good point. Like Here's that. one, Jerry. This is going on in Japan, I believe. There's a um, sushi restaurant that's making sushi that looks like DeMarcus Cousins. Excuse me? Yeah, he's Why? the uh, is he uh, he's on Team USA basketball. Yeah, yeah. He's a center, I believe. He's from the Sacramento DeMarcus Kings. Cousins. Tremendous player. They have sushi that they're calling DeMarcus Cousins Doppelganger Sushi. They're using the white rice as his face, and then they're using the seaweed to make his hair. You're kidding. His mustache and beard. And it What's the time? Actually, looks pretty good. I'm sure I it think does. The, sh- the sushi chef is just a fan. Wow. Now you're new to sushi. I am. Or you were last year. Yes. No, we do it now. Yeah. You do. You're yes. all in on sushi. Ma- now. Matter of fact, on Friday night at Borgata, we went to the Isakawa oh, place. Oh, that's nice. Specifically, just for two things: the sushi and the sliders they have. That I'm is sorry, bougie. no, the short bread, the short ribs. Short ribs. Awesome. And sushi. But did you get yes. any that looked like NBA players? No, no, none look like NBA players. No, I would recommend I that so. too. You have a relationship with Borgata. We we've a little been bit. There. Yeah, we could say, just a heads up. This is popular in Japan where sushi started. Maybe we should do the Carmelo or should we do the Boomer and Carton? I like a Boomer and Carton. Or... Now, why do they say, like, is you ever go to a restaurant sometimes, you order seafood like tuna or salmon, they go, uh, how would you like that cooked? And they go, well, it's sushi grade. Does that mean all tuna is not sushi grade? I would think that's what it means, yeah. That you would, you couldn't eat, because sometimes when I get like a... Um, a salmon and it's a little pink. Right. In my head, I'm like, but I would eat salmon sushi. So why wouldn't you eat why it? Why wouldn't I eat What is that? salmon supposed to be? Orange? Orange. It's cooked? But that is, um, I think that's dyed. They dye it because oh, we're true? all used to having um, salmon be orange. That we, if we don't have it orange, we get turned off by it. Same with tuna. They inject that with red. Why do we inject that? Because <laughs> they don't think you'd want a gray tuna. So tuna is, so wait a minute, time out. When you get the tuna, and you've gotten it many times when we've yeah. been out, and it comes out red, yes. you're telling me that's not tuna right out of the ocean? It's literally I doctored? believe that when they cut open the tuna fish, it is red. No kidding. But in the time that it airs, it turns gray. So they almost preserve the color? to make it more appealing, they do that well, to that's the color. Annoying. And finally, Jerry. Oh, finally. 
uh, we were talking yesterday about who won the Bachelorette. Was it right. in fact which Jordan? I knew at the time. So yeah. you're welcome. Well, that was nice of you to to not ruin it for me. I didn't know had Jordan Rogers won or right. as I call him the other guy. Yes. Uh, yesterday, watching PTI, I'd heard that Jordan Rogers won, and I was surprised that that didn't really get to me until 5.30 last night. I am, night. too, because it was on the front page on ESPN.com. And I don't know how you didn't see it. The NFL tweeted congratulations to Jordan Rogers. And you still didn't see it. Uh, no, I saw that story last night. Interesting. I saw a story about them tweeting to Jordan Rogers, huh. and JoJo Fletcher is her name. Oh, okay. Now, they got engaged. There was some controversy, though, Jerry. I was talking to Allie, the makeup gal. Oh, I, by the way, I wish we could have periscoped this conversation in Boomer's face because when Boomer realized what was happening going between him, Boomer was to his left, Allie, our makeup girl, was to his right, and he was reading a newspaper article on his computer and then about 30 seconds in realized the conversation between Al and Allie about the Bachelorette, he looked like he wanted to vomit. Yes. Well, we were discussing the Bachelorette, and um, apparently Jordan did not ask the parents permission in person. Do you still have to do that? I guess you do. I mean, I did it. Now, she, he, he, he called them. That's fine. At a later date and did it on the phone. So what? Yeah. That's Are you no allowed good? to text that? I, um, Could you text the father? I think that's pushing it. Yeah. I, I think, think you have to do that in person. a phone call is fine. Really? I, I say if you don't live near them. You do it in person, perfect. That's the way it should be. But if you take the time to make the phone call, especially when, let's be honest, when it's expected, right. what is the right. issue? That, you're right. That was expected. I don't see what the big deal is. Hmm. Now, what if the father says, no, you could still go ahead and ask. Yeah. You tried to do the right you definitely, thing. All you're asking for is their blessing. Right. And if they say no, well, F you. I mean, right. I don't have your relationship. Well, you don't have my blessing, but they're still going to Correct. We are moving date forward. the daughter. Right. I'm sorry. Hmm. Who are you most looking forward to seeing tomorrow morning at Jets camp? Um... I'm interested to see what Ryan Fitzpatrick looks like in person. Yeah, because the pictures I saw, of his beard are horrendous. It's not only his beard now. His, his hair. head is growing up and yeah. very thick. Like the thickness. Like a Brillo pad. Yes, the thickness of his hair. Yeah, I, I'm not even looking at the beard anymore. I'm looking at the strange hair. I would say that's a great question. Brandon Marshall, he no, should be good. No, because he's been in before. Right, yeah, what about a know. Matt Forte? Not really. Not so much. Uh, Eric Decker, been there, done that. Right. Um, really, there's no point in going. It is funny. No, I'm just and kidding. I was thinking that even this with Giants camp I, today, the the Jets and Giants are now a team that has stability where yeah. it is the same guys all the time. It is. Like this Giants one we did today, it was like Eli Manning, Jerry Reese, Victor Cruz, JPP. You got a new head coach that we talked to. But, but other who else would you want? Right. It was perfect. No, that was perfect. It but wasn't right. overloaded. Both teams with... are right now run very well. Right. So the Giants always have... have been. I mean, really, the Giants have been run well for a long time. Right. And the Jets have, too. They just had a lot of turnover. A lot of turnover. But very stale. I'll say Darrell Rivas. Darrell Rivas. So he was very good last year. He was very good last year. He was a great I'd like to hear his thoughts on no Tom Brady for four weeks. What do you think? Oh. Other than that, I got oh, nothing. Oh, so I oh, look forward oh, to oh. this tomorrow. By the way, that's the end of the tailgate podcast. And, Jerry, I'm looking here at a very long line of people looking to get in the here fans. to watch Giants practice. Yeah, man, those are the fans. A lot of them in Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, he's jerseys. so popular. It's ridiculous. Very popular. And that was the other thing. When, did you, when I was looking over Eli Manning again today, that guy does not look like an NFL player. He gets it done, though. I couldn't imagine him taking it, getting drilled. 
Guy never misses a game. Right. And Ever. then never getting hurt. Never comes out of a game. Doesn't make sense. It's really remarkable. By the way, just a reminder, there yes, is no if you're sticking around for like the five forty five warm up, oh yeah, it's not to coming hear today. That. We didn't do oh. one because we were out here. Although we could have because Boomer was done so early. Uh, well, technical issues sometimes prevent that from right. happening. Right. So this is it for the day. But we'll do another one from Florham Park. I don't think it'll be a tailgate one. It'll be more of a we'll sit at the table and do it tomorrow. Exactly, Jerry. Hey, have a great day. All right. Peace out, everybody. Two. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow. With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.